Hello and welcome to this edition of the Northeast Newscast. As always, I'm your host, Paul Thompson. This week, we'll be talking to Rebecca Cope and Scott Hobart of Northeast Arts Kansas City, who have put together the Summer Dust 2017 Free Sunset Concert Series lineup. This is five bands spread out over five months on the third Friday every month from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the Colonnade Building, right there at Concourse Park. It's a whole new lineup of fresh acts, and we'll talk about all of them, first with Rebecca and then with Scott. Without further ado, the latest edition of the Northeast Newscast. Thanks for listening. So I'm here with Rebecca Cope uh, with Northeast Arts Kansas City, uh, specifically talking about the Summer Dust 2017 Free Sunset Concert Series. And obviously the big change from this year, or between this year and last year, is the switch from Saturdays to Fridays. And it's going to be the third Fridays, just like it was third Saturdays last year. Um, but can you maybe talk about why that change was made and what people can look forward to on, on third Fridays? Well, sure, I can address that. Um Northeast Arts has had a long time collaboration or at least cooperation with the Kansas City Museum. They do their concerts and we love them and we like to promote them too. And they've been doing theirs on the second Fridays. We had been doing ours on the Saturdays, actually just to make it simpler for the public mm -hmm. to figure out what day is what. We thought, well, we can go ahead and just move to Fridays. Mm -hmm. It's not a big deal for us. So here in Northeast, you can have live free music on a second Friday and a third Friday, right. right in the middle of the month. So middle of the month, you can have some free entertainment here in Northeast, outside, either outside at the museum or at the Colonnade in the Concourse Park. So people Make it can kind of, yeah, yeah, so people get in the, in, in the mode of expecting, of expecting to go on yes. Fridays and, and getting some free Solid music outside of the Colonnade or outside of the Kansas City Museum, right? Exactly. Cool. Also, I'm having a chance to talk to Scott Hobart about the stuff that he's put together. And I know that you are sort of working as a tandem to kind of put these acts together for this series. Uh, five months, so five different performances. Uh, and it looks like you kind of spearheaded a couple of them. Um, one of the ones I wanted to talk to you about was July 21st. That third Friday, we're going to be having five-star jazz band. Big band jazz is, is, is the description there. Can you maybe tell the listeners a little bit more about what that entails and what that band is like? Sure. It's probably been about, oh gosh, maybe eight or nine years ago. I got uh, hooked up at a arts gathering with Tom Bates, and he had this group, high school, mostly high school students, um, then put together a band. They put together performances, uh, got chatting with them, and some years ago actually booked them for one of our summer sunset concerts. And uh, they were mostly high school students, but it was a, a jazz band. They had wonderful singers and performers. Um, it was just really wonderful to see the youth up there performing for us. And he's got a wonderful program that uh, when I talked to him, he said this is their 10th year for their program. Uh, they get students from as far north as Cameron, Missouri, and as far south as Camdenton, Missouri. So a lot of, stu a lot of students in high schools and even some uh, grade schools uh, from the greater Kansas City area. So uh, he's branched out. They've got probably 37 members, he thinks, right now. You think all of them will show up? No, no. He said this band will probably they break gather, up into smaller components. Yeah, it'll, it'll probably 
probably be about 20 to 25 members that'll be at this performance. It's going to be summertime, and as he said, it's kind of like herding cats, you know, <laughs> getting kids from the summertime, right, vacations right. and the like. Sure. But uh, they'll put together a, a really good group. So uh, we'll have some wonderful music and maybe even some uh, singing along with that, too. Have you had a chance to talk to him about some of the selections or are you going to give them uh, a little bit of a, a wide berth to kind of decide how to handle that or what to play? They can play what they want. Everything they do is wonderful. They have done so much good in uh, offering venues for these kids. Uh, because of the work and the performances they've done, they've gone on to get scholarships uh, schools, uh, jobs. There are now, I think you told me about 12 of their alumni are now professional musicians. So this is a job creator for these kids. You go to school not just to go to school. I mean, you go to school so that you can actually be a good citizen and be a productive citizen and a creative citizen too. So. And if you come to these concerts, you might see somebody who, who's going to end up being a professional musician. Exactly. Someday, so that's cool. that's I mean. right. Well, cool. Thank you for your time again, and uh, keep you're up quite, the good work. You're welcome, and I thank Scott Hobart. You know, we team together. We we do pool our ideas and our bands, and uh, so it's a collective effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I said earlier, I guess at the beginning of this podcast, was uh, we do collaborate with the museum so that we're not doing exactly the same thing. We want a wide variety of music. Excellent. And, and we, will, uh, we will talk to Scott Hobart here shortly, so stay okay. tuned. Okay. Um, so the other one I see here um, that I know you had a strong hand in and, and you've actually, from what I understand, have seen them before perform in this capacity. It's Doug Talley doing live music underscored a soundtrack for Alfred Hitchcock's silent classic thriller, The Lodger from 1927. So, And the way I understand it, and please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, uh, essentially what's happening is when the musical cues hit in a silent movie, he'll be playing the accompanying music. His group, yes. It will be live accompaniment. Uh, There'll be a keyboardist and probably some supporting musical roles to go along with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's scoring that piece to go, like you just said, with the cues of the music. Um, Met him a good 10, 15 years ago. Uh, They performed for our fall festival, the Doug Talley Quartet. So actually kind of a long relationship with them. But um, I don't remember the year, but we had a, con- we had a performance of uh, Charlie Chaplin Shorts, mm-hmm. silent pictures, and his group performed for that, again with the cues. It was fun. It was humorous. I mean, it's Charlie Chaplin. Right. And uh, they did, we did that at uh, Scuola Vita Nuova when they were at their old location at the Northeast Community Center. So that was an indoor uh, performance. This, of course, will be outdoors at the Colonnade. We will have a screen. We will project it. And uh, they will have, you know, they'll be set up performing. Uh, It'll be September. Now, this is a summer dust, so it's still sunset kind of concert. So they'll probably play a little warm-up, some tunes for us before we actually do the movie. Okay. It is one of Alfred Hitchcock's very first silent pictures. Hmm. Now, you can go online, you can watch it, kind of get familiar with it right. if you want to. Uh, so, uh, thriller isn't what we think of as thriller. Right. What they thought of as thriller different. then is a lot different than what we think of as thriller now. Sure, So, yeah. it might be a little tame for most people. Not as many explosions as we're used to. Oh, that's right. <laughs> no car crashes, anything like that. 
but it's still a wonderful genre to actually have live music and silent films. So it's a, they call it a thriller. We might think of it more as like a suspense or something. Of it's that a nature. little more suspenseful. Right. Yeah. A little mystery kind of. So have you thing. seen the lodger? Yeah. I've watched okay. it online. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen it. So, um, uh, what is it that you think, where, where does that, uh, the lodger, where does it derive its suspense from? Can you give a quick well, a murder, synopsis it's, without giving away too much? It's kind of like a Jack the Ripper kind of suspense, right. you know, who done it thing. Okay. Who is who is doing these devilish deeds, you know, on the streets of London? So, oh, okay. Is there somebody, an investigator or something that serves as yes. a proxy for the audience? Uh, yes, there okay. is. There's a good storyline. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't want to give away too much, but uh, that sounds pretty interesting. But and the th- combination of the two is something that you're just not going to see everywhere. So we want to offer it here. Right, and the the live accompaniment uh, accompaniment is sounds pretty cool. Yes, so, it is. So nice. it is live music. Good. Um, well, I just wanted to ask you more broadly about this series. What is it that keeps you coming back and putting this stuff together every year? I think uh, I always see good crowds out there. It does seem like you, you draw families, people bring you know yard chairs and blankets, and and, and seem to really enjoy being out there on the colonnade. Um, what is it that brings you there and brings you back every year to, to help put this thing together? Well, it's one, it's my neighborhood. And two, I just love the colonnade and the concourse and Kessler Park. I mean, we got some of the best parks in Kansas City. So, I mean, it's just a wonderful venue. I've been saying lately, uh, you know, there's front porch concerts surrounding Kansas City. Well, we tote the largest front porch in Kansas City mm-hmm. for concerts is the Colonnade. It's obviously the longest front porch. So uh, I think we have bragging rights for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give it to you. When we first started doing them there, we just had a couple, two months, then we grew it to three and four, and now we're up to five. So we're doing five concerts there. We're funded in part by Neighborhood Tourist Development Fund. Uh, we have some other funders that we're very thankful for, Central Bank and Kansas City University of Medicine and Biosciences. So uh, we get some of their customers, some of their students. We draw definitely from the community, but I'd certainly like to let more of greater Kansas City know that we're doing this stuff over here. So uh, this is a shout out. Come check us out. Cool. Now, if you had a, you have any tips for people who might be coming, uh, things to let them know, uh, to be aware of? It is a covered building, but it's colonnaded, so it's open. It's like an open front porch. There's a grassy horseshoe area in the front. Uh, We have families that bring their kids, or they're running around playing in the flower bed by the JFK Memorial. Uh, They definitely, you know, bring a lawn chair or a blanket, bring something to eat, something to drink. Uh, We do offer portable restrooms there. So we have that convenience mm-hmm. for you. Um, generally with the families, with the kids, they're there the first hour mm-hmm. from 7 to 8. And then um, we have a break. And then from 8 to 9, then a lot of the families go home, or excuse me, they bring the kids home. So it's more of just the adults that are left. Okay. So, so it's really fun to see kids playing, chasing. You know, they're not really a distraction, honestly. Right. So it's good to have the kids there. It's good to have the families there because we're seeing people... You know, riding their bikes to this concert. There are strollers pushed to this concert. So it's truly a a family event. If it does rain, we we do move the band under the shelter. And then we have people just scurry up (laughs) under the shelter, too. Right. And generally, they're not going to stop playing unless we have severe storm weather. Right. Unless it's coming down sideways. Yeah, if it's coming down. Yeah, yeah, we we will disband. Right. So, um, okay. 
but uh, it's all weather. It's not as hot as you think. Mm -hmm. You know, it is summertime. But where it's located there at on the edge of the cliff of uh, Cliff Drive, you actually get some cool breezes from the trees and the forest down below. So right. it's and it's shaded. The entire, you know the whole area there so it's actually pretty comfortable for being a summertime concert you're not sitting in the sunlight so uh you know just dress for the weather be cool collected like you know bring your friends tell your friends as i said we want greater kansas city know that we've got a great thing going on over here excellent well hey thank you very much for your time rebecca we look forward to seeing some of these acts this summer and um yeah i appreciate your efforts putting this thing together so that's all for our conversation with Rebecca Cope, but that's not the end of the episode. We also sat down with Scott Hobart, a fellow member of Northeast Arts KC, who put together the majority of the acts for this year's Summer Dust 2017 Free Sunset Concert Series. Scott did a deep dive on several of the bands that will be appearing this summer. Without further delay, here's my conversation with Hobart. Thanks again for listening to the Northeast Newscast. So I've got Scott Hobart on the line. Uh, he's helped helping put together some of the artists for the 2017 Summer Dusk Free Sunset Concert Series put on by Northeast Arts KC. And I wanted to talk to Scott today about some of the artists that he's lined up. It starts two Fridays from now on May 19th with Slim Hansen and the Poor Choices. Uh, so, Scott, I guess I'll just start by asking you um, about the band, Slim Hansen and the Poor Choices, what you know about <laughs> them and, and why were they selected? Well, you know, I always uh, I've been doing the concert series booking for um for the most part for the last this will be the third year that I've done it um at for Northeast Arts as a member and um I just I try to have as much variety in a year as possible and um even sometimes from year to year and uh last year we didn't really have a a, a real straight up country band and so I thought well we'll try to do that again this year and so and I'm in a straight up country band but I always feel a little, a little uh, weird booking myself unless it's an emergency and we need to plug somebody in then I've got it. Right. When, when you're in charge of setting it all up it, you know if you put yourself in every every lineup then I guess maybe it starts to get a little suspicious. <laughs> yes. But I have uh, but but I I, I know uh, this band and I've heard them and um, they're really good and Bo Bledsoe who has been a he has been in our series before, you know, he's a, just a stellar guitar player of, um, Latin, uh, influences and, um, flamenco, uh, especially, but also some other, um, types of, uh, just really beautiful, uh, folk stuff. And he had been with us on a couple of things. And then he, this, just this past year, or maybe a year before he said, Hey man, I'm starting this, uh, little uh honky tonk outfit and um here man listen to this and it, i mean he's just a really <laughs> he can just he's just such a great guitarist he can pretty much do whatever he wants and so anyway uh um it's just a straight up uh you know kind of a classic uh classic country band uh i, I think they so even though it's not necessarily his forte it uh it, it works oh yeah you know and he's i mean and it's not just him trying to put another card in his deck to get gigs but i mean he's genuinely uh in love with the genre and uh, i mean he's passionate about it and so it's been really fun to to watch them kind of get on their feet and i'm really excited that they're kicking off the series this year because it, it'll be a hoot and they they're just great and it'll be a mix of uh, some originals and, cu and more recognizable bits but uh but it's all super tasty and uh 
and just really good. And I think they have right. a steel player too. They'll have a pedal steel player with them too, which is always a treat to have that uh, in the air. Awesome. No, that sounds cool. And now I'll remind everybody that's May 19th. So sooner mm-hmm. than you might think, that's coming up here in uh, about a week and a half. So that's, uh, that's for anybody right. who wants yeah. to go, that's third Friday at the Colonnade, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Yeah, it's it's really fun, and it's just, uh, you know, just a, a great place to just lounge, and it's beautiful. And, uh, um, you know, even I should – one thing is, you know, in the height of summer when people think it gets so hot, it really does cool down up there really quick because we're above the um, the woods there. Okay. And we get and we're on a bluff, and the, so the breeze comes through, and it's kind of one of the you know coolest places to be whenever it's you know you've had a string of ninety plus days. So never forget that you got a you got a working fountain right across the street if anybody gets really hot. So that's exactly that. right. <laughs> and uh, you know the kids are kids run around and have a good time there, and you know we try to keep them out of the flowers, and but they sure like running around, <laughs> running <laughs> around. So and and in fact. Um, sometimes we've had quieter acts, and I, you know, sometimes the kids running around it could be a little distracting. But this year, I'm pretty sure all the bands have drummers, and so there shouldn't be any problems. Fine. Well, um, cool. Well, let's move on to the June 16th show, and that's Stage Fright. Yeah. Just here that they're classic pop and rock. Yeah, it's um, you know, it'll be a pretty. I think it'll. They're a variety band, really. Um, I one of the. The uh, bass player, in fact, lives across the street from me in the Northeast, so he's, you know, um, also, that's another thing we try to do sometimes. If we've got uh, talent in the neighborhood, we try to pull from that pool and, you know, let people showcase their stuff. Um, and so uh, they're, um, yeah, they're just, I know I saw his band play when they had the rock and roll uh, exhibit a number of years back down at Union Station. And um, and they were really good, and you know, and that was a sort of a high class event, and so they were that good. I'll say that they they made it happen. They won't be uh, overwhelmed by the spotlight, so to speak, <laughs> because their name is Stage Fright. Right, I'm pretty clever, <laughs> you know. Everybody says yes. You know. <laughs> no, they should. They should. They're they're uh, seasoned professionals. These guys, they've been around doing this stuff for a long time, so I'm pretty excited to see what. Uh, you know what they threw down. They're expertly utilizing irony with that uh, the name, I suppose. Then huh? yes, I suppose, and maybe <laughs> uh, maybe they're uh, a little self-effacing too. I, I can say from being in a in uh, crusty road bands for many years, you know, it, we can be frightening once we stand up there. But if you'll just give us a chance, we can we can make some you know make your foot tap. <laughs> awesome cool well they sound fun too and uh now it looks like the third and final act that you had set up there's there's five total um and i think you did the may 19th the june 16th and it looks like the august 18th so uh-huh. uh, you'll skip a month and then you brought back a casey blues review yeah they're, they're listed uh as a casey all-star electric blues outfit um what what's their vibe and uh, how did you track them down well, um, I was just kind of starting to get, start thinking about, you know, what kind of bands we wanted to plug in and just starting to make some re- uh, reach out to some people and um, sort of out of the balloon, pun intended, um, my mm-hmm. friend uh, Scott McCormick Jr., who's a, he's a blues player around town, and um, he uh, he just messaged me out of the blue and said, hey, um, uh, I'd love to, you know, put together a, 
blues bill of some kind if if you guys are you know starting to put your season together and I thought well that's good because we had a we had an electric blues band um, a couple of years ago and I was actually out of town for that particular one but I heard it went over really well so I thought well we didn't have a blues thing last year so now let's do it and he's he's select handpicked these players who he's known for a long time um, and uh, you know we're hoping for a good down-home blues situation and you know if anybody doesn't really know what electric blues is it's uh it's just you know it'll be a little more uh higher energy blues than you know just a guy with an acoustic guitar and a harmonica you know or something like right. that right and they're usually really great players i think he's uh pulling from guys who often play down at knuckleheads which you know, we all know it's probably the premier blues joint in town these days. Well, cool. Yeah, and I think when I think electric blues, you know, I think Jeff Beck or even, you know, some Jimi Hendrix sometimes. He can sure, kind of yeah. dive into that category. So um, Yeah, Stevie Ray Vaughan, you, know, you know, it's just right. a little more rocking. Uh, yeah, a little more rocking. Right, you don't want to put the wrong vibe out there. I mean, it's it's pretty can be pretty heavy at times, and I, I think it's, you know, one, one of the best, especially for live shows. Yeah. I think that would be a really cool one. Yeah, I think I think it'll be fun. Well, excellent. Well, uh, before I let you go, I might just ask you, uh, you know, how you got involved in the Summer Dust series, and, and what keeps bringing you back? Um, well, I moved to the Northeast. My wife and I moved up there, and um, oh, I guess well, it was about eight years ago. I'm like, I can't do the math off the top of my head right now, but yeah, <laughs> we moved up there about eight years ago, and um, uh. I'm in uh theater business. Uh, you know, I work down at the Coterie Theater. Um, I'm a technical director down there. And, um, so, you know, it, that's kind of a small uh, small world in town, although Kansas City is a great theater town with plenty of uh, stages. But um, I met uh, Shane Rouse, who was uh, who lives in the Northeast, and I met him through theater stuff. And, and you know, we, of course, said, hey, neighbor, and, and he uh, invited me to, to be a part of the Northeast Arts thing. And I, the first thing I did, I mean, we, we did go to the, some of the concerts early on and, and just as uh, spectators. And then I got involved with the uh, Chalk Walk, which was the first uh, official involvement with um, Northeast Arts, you know, just schlepping the stuff over there, setting it up, hanging around, playing music or whatever. And then, um, and then uh, from there, you know, I just, you know, our two big things are the chalk walk and um, the uh, um, the concert series, the summer dusk concert series, and and because I'm also you know I've been playing in bands around Kansas City forever. Uh, I you know have a, a pool of peers that I can uh, reach out to for music. So um, Noelle Kearns right. was booking the thing. Um, and in fact, she had she had my band play up there too. So I guess that was the first time I was involved with the the concert series was when one of my bands played. But then you knew they were a class be, act after they booked your band. That's right. I was just vetting <laughs> them to uh, see if they were good enough for me to help out. But they were. So here we. Are. I'm glad they made the cut. Right. Well, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And I'm really oh. excited. I, I know the the other two things that Becky will talk about. I think will really round out the season, and especially I'm looking forward to that uh, to the final, the finale. Because I'm also involved with. I do the haunted house at the um, for Halloween for the Halloween thing on Gladstone Boulevard. Oh, yeah. And uh, 
so I, I'm just a Halloween fiend really. And so the, uh, the last thing we do this uh, season is going to be, um, pretty special with, uh, Doug Talley, um, doing a live underscore for, um, for an old Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock silent movie. And yeah, so gonna, that was cool. I talked to, uh, I did get a chance to talk to Becky about that. That, that sounds pretty awesome. Without, without spoiling be, it too much, but yeah, I think yeah, it's going to be really cool. I think it'll kick off the Halloween season pretty well, and that'll be our wrap up for the season too. Excellent. She's seen him before. I haven't really seen that before, so. So that'll be one to uh, circle on the old calendar, I suppose. Huh? I'd say. I'd say. Excellent. Well, great. Hey, I appreciate you taking the time. I, I know you've got a busy schedule, and I pre- appreciate you carving it out for us today. Um, all right, no worries, Paul. Right. Appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Have a good one. Okay, bye. All right. That'll do it for this week's edition of the Northeast Newscast, highlighting the Summer Dust 2017 Free Sunset Concert Series presented by Northeast Arts KC. Thanks again to Scott and to Rebecca for spending the time with us today. And remember, once again, listeners, that you can download our podcast on iTunes. Check it out. Give us a listen. Give us a review. And just keep being a part of this. Do you have a topic you'd like to hear discussed on the podcast? Give us a shout at northeastnews at socket.net. This is your host, Paul Thompson, signing out. Have a great weekend.